0: hard that if you don't any rational person would give up people say you you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing and it's totally true and the reason is uh, is because it's so hard that if you don't any rational person would give up it's really hard and you have to do it over a sustained period of time so if you don't own any rational person would give up it's really hard and you have to do it over a sustained period of time. So if you don't love it, if you're not having fun doing it, and you don't really love it, uh, you're going to give up. And that's what a rational person would give up. It's really hard. And you have to... People say you, you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing, and it's totally true. And the reason is, uh, is because it's so hard that if you don't, any rational person would give up. People say... You you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing, and it's totally true. And the reason is, is because it's so hard that if you don't, any rational person would give up.
1: So good morning everybody, it's Tony me This is our 7 a.m. Mindset Call, Mental Toughness Call. You know what? I want to hear that again, man. Let's go! Bob Now! What's your profession? What is your profession? I can watch that scene, that one scene in the movie, 300, when when those guys come, supposedly going to help them, and they got thousands of so-called soldiers, whatever. And he says, man, this all y'all got? This, this it? This all y'all got? Just these 300? This little few crew? Man, I thought I was coming to fight with everybody else. Man, we can't win with this. And that smile on the guy's face is like, he says, uh, he says, "What do you do? I'm a farmer. Said, what do you do?" He says, I, I, "I don't know horseshoes on a horse. What do you do? I work in the clerk. I'm a clerk in a grocery store. Said, what do you do?" He looked at the 300. He said, "What y'all do, man?" <laughs> We kill us, baby. We soldiers. That's what we do. We don't, hey, what Jay said, well, hey, few is enough. We don't need that many. We got plenty. We got plenty. We got plenty if we got the right people. If we got the right people, we have plenty. Man. And that's what we do. We talk about getting right on this call. Get right, folks. Get right. Get right. Now it takes time to do that, but <clears throat> depends on how bad you want it. So all right, so this is our seven AM mindset call, mental toughness call. Do it every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, uh, conference call. It is a phone conference call, folks, that we load on a on sixteen different podcast platforms. So, you know, if you hear this on the podcast platforms and it doesn't sound like a podcast, it's not. It's a conference call. But I can promise you this, if you're looking for some mental toughness, for some mindset stuff, if you listen to this, that when you run across it all the time, you're going to get the real. You're going to get 25, 35 years of in the trenches of, uh, you know, (laughs) eating what I kill every day, out here making it happen, giving you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Because, see, nobody's standing over me. Nobody's telling me what I can't say and what I can't do. Nobody's... You know, saying "Oh, don't do that." You can't say that. You can't. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you everything. Um, The real. It ain't gonna be. It might not be the the corporate way. It won't be. I don't know. Um, It's gonna be the real. So I'm just telling you. If you listen to this stuff, it can help you. Because I live this daily, man. I mean, think about it. You talking about 25 years of just being in this industry, but you got to look at the other 10 years of being in sales, so I'm out meeting people every day, cold calling, walking in our offices, meeting total strangers, building relationships. Man, listening to the audios, reading books. So, you know, the truth is here, folks. I mean, especially some of y'all, some of the younger people who want to hear something. I mean, you can learn right here, man, because, you know, as you get older, there's certain things you don't, you can't do as well as you could do before, but you can teach it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Deion Sanders, he can't play cornerback no more, but he can teach it. He did it. You know what I'm saying? So I look. That's why I say to a lot of you guys, you know, if y'all, y'all so so mature you know you're up in age you might not be willing to change you just kind of like listening in and saying oh yeah i was on the call but give it to somebody give this information to somebody who's up and coming who's trying to make it happen is 22 years old that sees how the world operates early you know what i'm saying at, at 22 for me i was I, I don't know if i was sought or not because i still was out here hustling i still was in sales i still was you know, but when sales hours was over, it was a good time at Tony. But I might have listened if I've heard anything because I didn't. I didn't hear stuff like this. I did. I just didn't hear it uh, until I was like 28. Um, and that was during the time when I was changing my life. But if I had heard something like this, and you you know, you keep feeding people with this, and depends on how bad you care about folks changing their lives and your family and friends that you know. I mean, you keep listening to it also, but, you know, pass this information on to folks, man. You could do it from this podcast platform. It's simple to do. It's easy to do. You can, I mean, anybody can get on this. Anybody can share it. And if you don't know how to share it, learn how to share it. Ask somebody how to share it. Ask somebody what to do with it. And if you don't know how to get on the podcast, send me a text. My phone number, not my community number, my real phone number is 678-644-4541. And I'm going to give you the community number, which I I keep putting off. I don't know why, because I guess I'm not paying attention to the community number like I should. It should be some stuff I should be sending you all every day. I'm going to get to it. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. And when I get to that community and start sending you stuff every day, then you can get other people to join and all that kind of stuff. But I, I got so much things I'm thinking about and not moving on that I need to. But, um, Uh, Man, share this stuff, man. I mean, come on. Come on. They're not going to get this in the system. They're not going to get this. They need to have something to balance out what they're getting in the school system. They need something to balance out what they're getting on their jobs. They need to, because see, a lot of these kids are thinking this stuff, maybe, but they just don't know where to find it, don't know where to get it. Man, what I talk about on here is the books they, they can go read. I talk about the thoughts they need to have. I talk about all these things, man, and, and share it. It's free. It's free. I'm going to start charging in a little while. I mean, not y'all, not you all, not not anybody like on these calls and stuff, but I'm going to be doing some stuff where, <laughs> um, but I'm just saying to y'all, man, you can share 350 of those calls out there. I can imagine when I was ready and my life was changing, if somebody had shared that to me, I would have went through every single one of them. Like, like when I find a podcast that I like, I go back and go through every single... That's how hungry I am. That's how you know when i change my thoughts that's how i just i, I want to eat everything i want to eat it all give it to me and you might not be like that i know a lot of y'all not like that a lot of y'all don't, not like that but you might know somebody who you never know who's like that that was just locked down in a room somewhere, locked down in in, in, in their car somewhere, and just listen and listen and listen and listen. See, see, nobody knew that I was going to eat stuff like this. Nobody knew that I was going to be, nobody. I didn't know anybody who knew this kind of stuff. I told you I walked in my sales manager's office at AT&T, and he was playing Earl Nightingale, and it caught me right then. I mean, it was like, I had never heard audio tapes. I had never heard a speaker on tape talking. All I heard was Tupac and, you know, all the music and stuff that I was listening to, which, you know, I was that's what I was listening to because I hadn't heard anything else. You see, by me walking in his office and hearing that, oh, man, that would be like you sharing something with somebody. See somebody had shared that. Way. I just and I begged for them, man. I, I begged for those tapes, man. I said, please let me take. He, he won't let me do it. And I finally got out. He said, you can have them for one night. And I doggone stayed up all night in my mom's basement. I remember uh, I went over there to get a recorder, and I just didn't move. I just said, let me use this because I had left my recorder over there, and I stayed there all night. She said, what are you doing? Don't you have to go to work? And I woke up. I think at, well, well, she woke up about five. I was still in her basement recording Earl Nightingale because, you know, you couldn't burn it like a CD. You had to take a whole tape and let the whole tape play on one side, and you let the old tape play on the other side. And I remember getting up about five, after I, was, I was laying on the floor all night because I had the recorder right there, and I and I recorded every one of those things. And I got up, went to my apartment, took a shower, went to work, gave him those uh, tapes back. And man, I put them tapes in my car. That Mazda 626 I had. And I was, man, I was popping them in. And when they one finished, I'd pop it out and throw it in the back seat. Pop another one in. Pop it out. Throw it in the back seat. What Les Brown say? I was hungry. <laughs> I didn't know I was hungry, though. I didn't know that that's what I was looking for. I didn't know because I had never heard it. I had never heard it. And I started hearing it. I mean... <laughs> I told you one time I picked this lady up who had a flat tire, and I gave her a ride to the tire store, and she was sitting in the car. She became good friends of mine, too. Actually, she's still a good friend of mine. <laughs> Some of y'all, I don't know anybody on here, but uh, Tammy might remember Lauren. But Lauren, Lauren <laughs> she riding the car, Lauren said, When are you going to start singing? I'm okay. like, <laughs> he ain't going to start singing. <laughs> Man! I ain't know what I was hungry for. I just knew it was something, but when I heard that, man, Earl Nightingale, I have to say, forever changed my life. And to this day, still, this guy's been dead, I don't know how long, and I still listen to his audios. People have People have copied Earl Nightingale across the I mean if you look at Bob Proctor trained under Earl Nightingale, Bob Proctor you know, trained under him for free. Bob Proctor trained on the Earl Nightingale, I mean, um, yeah, uh, and uh, what's the other guy named Conan? Uh, I can't think of his first name. That's why you see Nightingale and Conan. That's their website, Nightingale and Conan, him and his, his partner. Um, but, man, this stuff, it, it'll, it'll make you into a, it'll build you into a person that you need to be to be a leader. And then you can go out into the world and talk to anybody and do anything you want, because the system doesn't train you to be a leader. The system trains you to be a worker. It trains you, and that's what it's about. That's why corporate America pays. You know, they they you know they fund the colleges, and so everything that's in the colleges, you know, that stuff has been approved through corporate America. So they they know what they're training us on. It, it ain't on. Uh, it ain't on, a, you know, what what you to take the test for. No, it's training us on how to be a worker, be disciplined, how to move when they say move, how to do. So when they hire you, when they hire you, you're trained to be uh, a worker. That's what it's all about. You condition over the years to follow orders. And they say, okay, this person has done very well. Following orders, done very well. Taking tests. Come on, that's it. It ain't. It ain't about you developing yourself and growing. You know what I'm saying? You know. It ain't, it, you know. Uh, I would say if you're going to be a attorney or a doctor or something like that, you need to get that kind of information. But most of the other stuff. <clears throat> but we're so conditioned and programmed that we that that we we won't let our child not do that. And so I understand that. But here's the thing, and Dr. Matthews talked about it all the time. He said you're supposed to get that information and use it and apply it for yourself. Use it and apply it where you can, you know, use it and go and do your own thing, not to go do somebody else's thing. It's you know, so like you're supposed to just be out there on your own, you know, whatever you can do. You know, be, be a, a, a free agent to where you can market whatever you want to market. You can do whatever you want to do. You know, you be that person. Um, but I don't know why I'm rambling on this this morning, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, this is this information, man, is so needed. It's so needed that, you know, um, well, that was my point, that, you know, this might not be the uh, podcast structure. But the information man, I can promise you, I can go out here on a lot of these podcasts and listen, and they all sound you know you know, very professional, they're all organized, they all sound very uh basic, but we need the real man we need the, we need the the, the stuff that <clears throat> you need to hear the stuff you need to talk you need to hear a talk the way you talk. You need to hear a talk the way you talk at home and when you talk to your friends, and that's what this is. This is not anything else. Anything. This is what you need. Well, well, the folks that I'm talking to, that's what they need. Now, some of y'all, <laughs> some of y'all need the. Uh... I'm not gonna say that. Leave that alone. But man, see, we're looking for the how-to's. And if you don't have the the belief the self esteem the how-tos is not it's not that's that's the you know it's just it's just not going to work it's, you know you <laughs> Man we need we need you know it's just not going to work And that's what we keep feeding people, the how-tos. <sighs> I, I know it's difficult to change. You know, that's what the, the clip played. I played this morning. Some of y'all didn't, some of y'all not on early, you know, for 10 minutes till I play these clips. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to play it again right now. I'm going to interrupt my, my uh, topic I was going to talk about this morning because as I was listening to Shad, my man, uh, He was so smooth with it. He was so smooth with it, but his eight points or nine points with us, you know, we read that book, is all about what we talk about on this call. It's all about everything that we've been saying, I've been saying for years. It's all about that. And he said it so smoothly in eight minutes. Eight minutes and 51 seconds, as a matter of fact. (laughs) It's like, Dude. It's almost like somebody to take that clip in eight minutes and fifty-one seconds and listen to it over and over and over and over and over. And over, and over. I'm telling you, it's on YouTube because I pulled it off. Of it I pulled it off of there. I put it on the uh, lead team page, um, you know, on the finish, just so y'all can grab it if you want. For the ones who want to, for the ones who think they don't need it, don't do it. All right, so um, we also have a replay to this call, and the replay number is 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085, same pin code, 7833. Five, seven pound, the replay will be up five minutes after the call, and it'll be up tonight, which is Wednesday night. It'll be up Thursday all day, all day Thursday night, and then on Friday it comes down, and it will go to the podcast platforms. It will go to there, and... Um, It'll have different names on it. I don't know. I don't know how. I ain't never looked at this. See if there's any dates on there. But you should, you should listen and then you'll remember from that and take notes from that and just, man, make it happen, folks. Make it happen. All right. Let me find that because I want. I want to. This is the the topic. This Well, I'm switching the topic. I'm doing a, a, a audible. Y'all know what that is? That's when the quarterback comes to the line and he looks at the defense. And he says, "Oh, I see something right here maybe that I can do i see i watched I've watched enough film to know I watched enough film to know how these guys have lined up see that's what that's what pros do. They watch film over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over through repetition they watch film they they at night they're watching game film, and so when that team comes to the line." They've seen that lineup before. They've seen that defense, and they say, oh, I know how he's going to do He He's going to play this way. He's going to go that way. Let me audible right here. And then, see, that defense has watched the offense over and over. And so they're saying, oh, oh, they're trying to change the play on us. So we're going to audible too. You see, that's, that's, that's the back and forth that they have. People think they're just hiking the ball and running. No, it's a lot of strategy with that. <laughs> and then if if you're really good, like Ed reed who you know who just studied you know all counter kind of film, you even know when that audible is being called, what's about to happen if they try to change it back, you know that too, and so that's how some guys get a jump on the ball and they take a chance because they've seen that play a, a million times on film, and they know this is where they're going. And the quarterback is thinking, I've seen this defense a million times, and I don't think they're ready for this. And he throws the pass, and that guy jumps the ball, which he's, you know, you can make a mistake, and, and, and it, they're going the wrong way with it. But that comes from watching film. That comes from studying. That comes from, you know, that's what Michael Vick said he didn't do. I mean, Vick talks about that now. He says, man, they used to give me the playbook and all the film, and i throw it in my backseat. He was just playing on natural talent. But see, natural talent, you know, you can beat natural talent by, by just working, studying, reading, doing stuff over and over. Just natural talent is cool. But imagine if you got natural talent and you worked your A-Z-Z off and you studied and you did all this stuff. That's why when he says, Spawns, you know, he said he knew those 300, That's all they did, soldiers, killers. That's all they focus on. You can have a 1,000 of y'all jokers out here who, you know, 2,000 or 3,000 who kind of just, you know. But when you got somebody that's been focusing on, you know, how the comp plan work, you know, how the structure works, how how you talk to people and what how these people are thinking and what what are they saying and you know, you're already thinking ahead of them and you know that you've seen that structure before and you know what they do and they know what they say. Like like a lot of times I say, I've already met you all before, y'all just had different names and you so you say, No, you ain't never met me, yes I have. Your same personality, you know, y'all might look different, you might even talk different. But I've met you before. I met you before, because that's all I did for, that's all I've been doing for 25 years is sitting down meeting people, getting on the phone talking to people. You know, have folks call me saying, well, this person is this, this person is that, and then I get on the phone and listen to them, and they're not that. Or they are that, you know what I'm saying? Or they, that's the person. But I've heard it so many times, I've met all you all, just a different name. Uh-uh, you ain't met me. I'm I'm special. You might be special. You might be. You might have some special qualities to you. You might have all of that. You might be good looking. You might be sharp dresser. You might be all of that. But still, I met you. I met I met your inner person. I met who you really are. I met that person. Now you can cover it up. But I met I met you because I've been doing this. So think about if you got some people that 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 are younger, like when I was, and and that could get out here and just just you know gotten just going for it. Man, I was a I was the beast. Yeah, I'm not doing the things I used to do. I, some things I can't. Some things I you know, but I still can. I can. I still can. Man, things I still can do. You know, it's so crazy. But imagine if you had somebody that was younger and had a, needed a teacher, and somebody who can give them this kind of info, and they take it from there. Because remember, I was I was getting the info, you know, in pieces. I was getting the info in pieces, but I still was feeding my mind. <coughs> I'm gonna play this clip, like I like I said. Some of y'all don't. Some of y'all don't be on when you're supposed to be on like 10 minutes before the calls and you hear some of the stuff that we give out. But I'm, I'm going to break this down. Well, I'm not going to break it down. I'm going to let Chad break it down. But you listen to these points, man. And I'm telling you, this is our mental toughness mindset call that he says in eight minutes and 41 seconds. Now I'm going to interrupt him, but tell him, Chad.
2: Hello. I'm Shad Helmstetter, and in this video session, I'm going to share with you six things you need to know about self-talk. Self-talk is incredibly, vitally important, and I'm going to tell you why. Number one, you were programmed from birth. You got programmed from birth by everything that was repeated to you, often, Uh, everything in your environment, from the time you were an infant all the way on up, your parents, your family, your brothers and sisters, then your teachers at school, television, everything programs us. Have you heard that
1: before? Y'all ain't got to put a eight in the chat, because you know that's what you hear every doggone day.
2: And the key is that any message you receive, often enough, that's going to get programmed in actual neural pathways that are formed in the brain.
1: Any message you receive often enough. So think about you growing up. Now, 90% of stuff you probably don't even remember. But just think about hanging out in the neighborhood with the kids. Hanging out, you know, going to school with your partners, uh, going to church, listening to your parents and all that other stuff. Think about what you heard. Now, if you grew up in a poor or middle-class neighborhood again, what are you gonna hear? Are you gonna hear Man my dad started this multi million dollar business and we out here doing it every day and uh I'm going to his office every day and, and my driver's picking me up and you know, and we always win in business. We always win in business. My dad said that you if you wanna come by the office and meet, you know, and hang out with us and you'll see the structure of the business and and, you know, uh, you know, we're going to jump on the private jet and we're going to head out to uh, New York to work on some stuff. You know, we'll be back tonight. You know, we'll touch down this morning and and, and and take off tonight and come on back, touch down again, like like Jay said. We're going to touch down twice in one day. We'll be right back. Who heard that in your neighborhood? What friends you had that talked that way? But your friends, you, if your friends... If you in it, I don't have to say that You know what you heard Sure like to get Them sneakers man But mama said She ain't had the money To get them You know I sure like to get that But dad said You know this uh, Dad ain't at home You know what I'm saying I sure like to get that But Shoot man Shoot who oh, was that you? Was that you in that raggedy car? That, that's, your, that's your car. Yeah. Was that you? No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, man, the more them, uh, rich white folk over there in Mount Brook, man, them was right. They got some stuff going on over there, man. Yeah, them. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't know nobody. So, if you' telling me you did not hear that growing up.
2: And the problem is the part of the brain that stores all of those programs you got. That part of the brain doesn't know the difference between something that's true and something that's false, or something that's right or wrong, or bad or good, or positive or negative. That part of the brain just stores all of those programs and then acts on them as though they're true.
1: Oh. what you hear every day that you heard growing up and then you act on it as if it's true it don't know any better all it can take in like i said if i'm walking down the street in a rich neighborhood with the kids that it, you know, i'm taking in some stuff if i'm walking down the street in the hood or in a middle class poor neighborhood i'm taking in some stuff and whatever i take in is true in my mind because he said it, don't know any better. You're you going to operate, you're going to go on automatic from that stuff, folks. It shouldn't be any argument with that, but I'm sure it is. It's sure some people going to say, well, my mind don't think that way, and my brain don't think that way, and my mind. okay. Or as <laughs> O.J., okay, okay. So you ain't hear that. I I can still picture some of the guys that I wa and we, you know, I, I guess people would consider us at that time, you know, middle class, which is really no middle class now. But I guess they would consider that at that time. So I don't know, but you know, because I remember my partners who thought, you know, that I was in the projects or something. When they came by a house, you know, one day I them said, "Well, you are, you, are, yeah, you, you pretty cool." They had a, you know, a little decent house too. We had a little decent house you know, all that old stuff. We had a little, you know, a couple cars and all that stuff. But we still, the thought process was still jacked up. I don't care what you say. I said go hang in the projects because I had a lot of boys over there. But it, it wasn't no different in the conversation from there to where we were. Might had on a little bit better clothes or something like that, but the mindset was still the same. That we don't have that stuff. We don't supposed to have that stuff. That stuff not. You talking about everybody in the neighborhood? Let's just say you. Let's say you one that didn't have that. Let's say that everybody in, in. No, it can't be everybody. Let's just say the people in your household didn't talk that way. But how often were you in your household, and how often were you in the streets? How often were you in school six, seven hours a day, then you come home, and then, you know, see, now you're mixing what, if you, if you say that's true, that, 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 that conversation, because remember now, you're getting the conversation from what your parents got also. <clears throat> and it's hard to do stuff, whether it's build a business, whether it's make 10 phone calls a day, whether it's to set up a traditional business, whether it's to do stuff outside the box. If there's an inner self-esteem issue that's going on, and it's, and it's there, that we don't want to admit there that we can't work on, we've got to admit it first. We've to admit it first.
2: So, we get programmed from birth, we end up living out those programs, and those programs determine everything we believe about who we are and the world around us. So, everything you think, every, all of your opinions, all of your actions, all of your Direction is based on the programs you've got. And if you've got great programs, great. If some of the programs you got aren't so great, then it's time to do something about them, perhaps. As much as 77% of the messages we got when we were growing up were negative or counterproductive or worked against us. So it's clear that as much as 77%, possibly more, of the programs that we carry with us today are programs that work against us
1: that we carry with us today that we carry with us today and the reason he could say that because he knows the system had not taught that the stuff that we need to to um to listen to and to grow from and to you know like we said gotta unlearn some stuff and relearn some stuff he knows that that's why he say we carry it with us today. Even if you got a college education, even if you got a master's degree, a PhD, even if you got a new car, new house, new clothes. Even though you look good, you still carry that stuff with you until you unlearn some stuff and relearn it. And he knows that the system is not going to teach that. Why? If I was if I, <laughs> if I had you know, large corporations and I I need thousands and thousands of employees. I wouldn't teach that. I don't want y'all, I want y'all to come in and be, you know, toy soldiers. I need that. And see, if you're going to be a toy soldier all your life, that's cool. See, that's what happens here. See, you you try to slide in over here to do something a little bit different than being a toy soldier, and it just messes you up because the toy soldier stuff—you—that's you what you believe, and so it's hard to listen to this. And but you can't do this without unlearning the toy soldier stuff. But you want—you want to? You want to try? You want to think that you can still do that? No. It would be like somebody who learned entrepreneur from the first grade all the way to the 12th grade. That's all they heard. That's all they heard in school and class and stuff. And now somebody coming to you saying, you know, you need to have a job or you need to do... You'll be looking at that person like they're crazy. The same way somebody who comes to you as somebody's entrepreneur saying something You're looking at them like, Because whatever you've been programmed to hear and believe... No, see, Tony, I'm different. My brain is... My brain Don't operate that way.
2: So, you got programmed from birth. Most of the programs you got are still with you. And those programs are creating the self-talk that you have today. Number two, your brain was wired to succeed or fail. So you were wired to succeed or fail. No one tried to do that purposely if you weren't wired to succeed. Nobody tries to wire somebody else in the wrong way. Most people, including our parents, didn't really realize that when they were raising us, they were just giving us their programs. They were passing them along to us, and so we got them. That the same is true of the rest of the world around us. It just people and, and all of the input that we get is basically people passing along their opinions or their programs. And so we get those. If, we, if you got the right ones, if you got a lot of good programs telling you what you could do, what you can achieve in life, instead of telling you what you can't do or what won't work or what you're not good at or what you shouldn't try. If you got the right kind of programs and enough of them, then you have success programs. If you got the kinds of programs that tell you what you can't do or what won't work for you, then you have failure programs. And it's important to know that because if the programs you have, and you can sense them, you can hear them, talking to you you hear them when you talk to other people you hear them in your own self-talk
1: see that's what i'm talking about you, you hear them you see them you see but you don't share that what you share is what sounds good but you hear yourself talk you hear those programs in you when you stand in the mirror at home when you're there by yourself and you're thinking you hear them you hear him, you know, the old thinking, you know, man, I don't believe you trying to do that. I, don't, I know you shouldn't be reading no book. I know you ain't that stuff ain't going to work for you. You hear him, it's there. You hear him, it's there. See, you got you to gotta get that stuff out. It takes a while. You got to unlearn some stuff and then relearn some stuff. You got to get old buddy. See, old buddy hanging in there with you. Old buddy is like, uh-huh. Wait a minute. For so 20 years, 25 years, we've been watching this, we've been watching that, we've been watching this, we've been watching that, and then we call our girlfriends and our partners and we talk about it on the phone, and now you, you got this guy telling you to read some books and, and stop. See, old buddy, old buddy is right there with you. Old buddy ain't going to Like, look, come on. You ain't going to shake me that fast. No, no. I've been, look, I've been riding with you for years, shotgun. Me and you. We got our favorite show we watch, we got all this other stuff we do, and now this guy you don't even know, talking about some read some books and you know and take notes and and what? See old buddy in your ear. He write that with you the whole time and he gonna ride you. See see, a good example of that is um uh, Dimitrov, y'all don't know who Dimitrov is unless you're a Falcon fan. Dimitrov was the uh, general manager, I think, for the Falcons for years, like 2006 till he just got fired last year. But see, Dimitrov set up in the in the uh, up in the uh, suites with Arthur Blank, right next to him. Every time they showed the camera, see, Dimitrov was in Arthur Blank's ear the whole time, telling Arthur Blank. Man, I don't know why, Why you know, the coach draft that player. I don't know why, you know. Dimitrov is in Blank's ear telling him how great he is and how bad everybody else is. So Dimitrov kept his job for about 14 years while they was firing coaches and firing all these other people. And Dimitrov was one of the main guys that was poisoning everything with the Falcons. But he was up there in the booth talking to the owner. See, if you got the time to get in the owner's ear and you start telling lies that's good – good lies you know how to tell like like your old buddy tell you lies then you start believing it but eventually Arthur Blank finally caught on there's one more joker that's been there for years too but you know I don't know if you're going to get it. but he finally caught on and, and, and let old buddy go old buddy was there for about let me see 16 years 15 years in his ear and old buddy got all the other coaches fired but he still hung in there Because he was in his ear every day. You see, eventually Blank had to cut old Buddy off. And he got rid of old Buddy too. But the damage that old Buddy has done is going to take years to help recover there. And the damage that old Buddy has done to you is going to take a few years for you to recover. And if you don't want to recover and you don't believe you can recover, share this with some younger people so they can can recover. Because if you're not going to do it, Give it to somebody else.
2: You can, if you listen for them, you can tell what your programs are. And if you have programs that are working against you, then those are programs that you're going to want to change. Number three, the key to wiring your brain is repetition. And I can also add, the key to rewiring your brain is
1: repetition. Y'all heard that before? I'm standing up in the pool pit with my arms folded right now. See, y'all getting this Bob said knowledge now because, you know, y'all sick of Tony saying so I'm going to tell him, Bob.
2: The brain is designed to record permanently the programs that it gets most. So the messages you got that were repeated most often, those are the strongest programs you have in your brain.
1: Rich people evil, chasing money. Money ain't everything. Ooh, money is this, money is that, and see, when you poor and middle class, you got to justify why you don't have money. So you you got to dog money out. You know, like 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 when you in school, when you couldn't get the finest female, you got to justify why. I don't even like that old. You know, that, she, she, she thinks she all that anyway. I ain't, No, you just can't, you can't get with her. So now you got to dog her out. See, when you can't get that money in the poor and middle class neighborhood, now you got to dog the money out because you can't get it. Yeah, see y'all chasing that money. Money ain't everything. Well, who said it was? It's a lot though, because every store I go to, every place I go, they want money. The gas station, they want money. The Grocery store, they want money. Department the store, they want money. School, they want money. Church, they want money. Everywhere you go, they want money. But when you can't get it, you got to dog it out and say, oh, you man, ain't everything." I remember my partners in high school. You know, <laughs> see, they couldn't. They couldn't. You know, I want to say some words, but I can't say the words on this call. But they couldn't do that, and so I could. Now, when I was doing that, they, I could hear him in the rumbling in the in, in the in the locker room in football practice. We, we in there. I could hear him on the other side over there. Man, she ain't. You know, I don't know you think he. <laughs> <laughs> now you got the dog out. <laughs> Cause she won't give you a time of day, <laughs> but she gave your boy a time of day. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm, I'm the fool. I understand. I understand. That's what folks do, man. That's what we all do. We got to justify when we can't get what we want, and then make it. You know. I still remember uh, if if you've been around Atlanta for a while, you know. Um, my man who played for the Hawks back in the day, um, God, Cliff Leviston. Man, he used to throw the best parties in Atlanta. This was in the 80s and 90s. Even though he wasn't as popular as Dominique, he wasn't as popular as all the Hawks like uh, Doc Rivers and all them guys. But Cliff Leviston had two parties a year. And, man, folks would come from all over the country, all over the world. All the, the best-looking females would come to Cliff Levinson's party, man. We used to find out what Cliff Levenson's party, me and my boys, called and I. We, we'd be up at all of them parties. And I remember this one night, we were sitting at the bar, and this female came over there and sat down with us. I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, she might have been a 15 or 20 almost. That's how beautiful she was. She sat there, and we were sitting there just talking to her like this, And then it came out talking about every other female in there and you know about you know look at her you, you know she she got this problem look at her and then we figured it out a little bit later that see the players had already run through her they was through with her now and now she pissed so she pissed because they won't deal with her no more so now she dogging out everybody else that come in there she mad because they hanging with these other ladies now so now she's criticizing every other lady because she can't get with them dudes no more That's what we do about money. When we can't get it, we start talking about it in our neighborhoods, about you know, you, you know, in the church, you know, money and you chasing money, is the love of money, is you know. So you should hate money. I mean, what, I mean, what is it? Well, you should, what, okay, you should be in the middle of money. You should be like in between money or something like you. You can't love money, but you should hate it, or you should be in between. Like, what, what, what do you do? What do you, what is it? What do you do? How do you? How do you? You know. You know. Do, do you love your girlfriend or wife, or you hate them, or is it in between? What is it? Is it in between? Is it? What is it? You know, I in between you. <laughs> Girl, you know I in between you. You know I. In between. You know I in between you. I don't love you. I in between you. <laughs> what do you mean if I kept telling my wife I'm in between her or my girlfriend in between they're going to be gone they're going to get up out of there why you mean? he's in between me he don't love me Oh, as nuke say I don't love him you know <laughs> he in between me you love me
2: and they all come through repetition the key to success is repetition 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 you got your old programs through repetition if you want to change those you can change those old programs erase them and replace them by getting new programs new self talk with repetition 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 number 4 the strongest program always wins so we got good programs and we got some bad programs we got actually millions of programs
1: the strongest program wins think about this if you listen to this call once a day and you read some of the books that we suggest all right but the rest of the time you hanging with your friends family and your job and all that, guess who's going to win? That's the strongest program. Because you listening to me, I could be, you know, in your mind, you're crazy. Uh, you might read some books, okay. But the rest of the time you're getting from your job, from your family and friends, from all the people, the TV, that's the strongest program. It's going to always override the other stuff because the strongest program
2: wins. And those programs kind of get together and gang up on us sometimes. We can feel that when it happens. The strongest program always wins. So if you have more negative programs than positive programs, more unhealthy programs than healthy programs as an example, then those negative programs or those unhealthy programs will win. That's the, Again, that's the way the brain is designed. So if you have programs that are winning, but sending you in the wrong direction because they're, they're the wrong programs, they're the negative kind, then when you begin listening to self-talk, you begin replacing those programs with brand new healthy programs of success and of winning, then in time with enough repetition, those new programs become stronger than the old programs.
1: He says, in time with enough repetition. In time with enough repetition. Every, every leader in time excels. Every leader in time excels. That's elite. Every leader in time. In time, not not tomorrow. When I read one book, not to do. I got on this call, not in a year. When you in time excels repetition in time of powerful new stuff, overriding all the old stuff. See, see what we do. We try to put the new stuff here, like we we straddle the fence. You know, as a man, that hurts if you straddle the fence. But you know, if you got one foot on the right and one foot on the left. But the left side is much stronger because you're spending more time doing that. More time with the negative people on the job. More time with the negative television, new news and all that. More time with the family. Of course, it's going to be hard for you to take this in because this is just a little time here. This is just a little hour, 40 minutes, so, and you might read a few pages. And you're like, well, that stuff ain't helping me. Because you've got to get rid of some of that other stuff to help you. Like, like when I did it, when I started, re- I told you I locked the doors, and went answer for my partners who live right across from me to hang out with them every day. I said I can't continue this. I can't with well, Tony. People ain't like you. <sighs> okay. So stay like you then, and, and, and keep getting the same results. Then, if that's the case, just just be like you then. If that's the case,
2: and you begin to win.
1: No, you won't.
2: Number five, learning self-talk is like learning a new language. Think about it. When you were growing up, how did you learn your first language? You learned it by hearing it in the background of your life. You, Everything that was said to you and all of the things that were said around you, your your brain, through repetition, began to pick those messages up and actually wire them in into neural pathways in your brain and that created your first language. Learning uh, self-talk is like learning a new language except it's not a foreign language. It's the language of success instead of the language of failure. So look at Self-talk, not as something like a self-help concept. It's not. It's it's the way the brain. Science, it's science. It's the way the brain was designed to be wired in the first place. Self-talk is just taking advantage of that and getting the right new language, the language of success, wired in, and that will replace the old language or the language of failure. Number six, you can change your programs by changing your self-talk. The- All right, this is the last one, number six.
1: And uh, uh, the dirty deacon just sent me a text, preacher man, which I agree totally, but the way the dirty deacon says it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because I remember uh, hearing uh, Nipsey Hussle, uh, what's the girl he was dating, whatever, she said he would go to sleep with headsets on reading with listening to books and stuff she says she thought that was so strange but he did it all the time I don't know how many times I've done that with headsets on and just fall asleep with you know affirmations playing or books playing in the in the background or whatever because um, as Preacher Man says going to sleep with headphones on with affirmations in your ear is the best way to change your life in my opinion and, and he calls it yeah Lauren London that's that was uh, Nipsey's girl. Preacher man calls it <laughs> Adult's Wet Dream. <laughs> the adult's wet dream is going to sleep with affirmations playing in your ear in the <laughs> He said the masses will never do that though. They're gonna go to sleep with the news playing. <laughs> Y'all need to do some adult wet dreams. Is go to sleep with affirmations playing in the background that says, I'm a winner. I believe. My life is great. I'm this. I'm that. I'm this. I'm that. <laughs> you got to see it. But Lou got the right name for you, the Dirty Deacon. All right, this is the last one right
2: This here. is why people listen to Self Talk. I've been writing and recording and producing self-talk programs for over 30 years. Now, thousands and thousands of people all over the world listen to self-talk every day. The reason they do that is because they want to learn the language of success. They got programs that were working against them when they were growing up. Then their own self-talk repeated those same negative programs and they want to change it. So they do that by listening. And it's exactly like listening to language learning audio tapes, Uh, you listen to the language in the background, then you begin to practice it, and eventually you learn that language. It's exactly the same process with learning self-talk, only now you stream self-talk to your phone or your listening device, you listen to maybe 15 minutes a day of self-talk, and in doing that, you begin to rewire and reprogram your brain for success.
1: All right, there you have it, folks. Go back and listen to the replay a thousand times if you can. No, you know you're not going to do that. At least listen to it one time and take notes. Do that. I'm telling you, it will change your life, folks.